With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Church News Radio WFLA. This is the Ryan Gorman Show on News Radio WFLA. Streaming live 24-7 on iHeartRadio and Alexa. Ryan Gorman here with Dana McKay and James Berlander. It's been one of the most fascinating dynamics in politics, the relationship between Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis. And now there's a new book out taking a close look at how that relationship has evolved, or maybe I should say devolved. Uh, let me bring in, he's a former reporter for Politico, currently a reporter for NBC News, and he's author of the brand new book, which is out today, Swamp Monsters, Trump versus DeSantis, the greatest show on earth, or at least in Florida. Matt Dixon is with us. Matt, thank you so much for taking a few minutes to come on the show. Congratulations on the book. And let's start with a 30,000 foot view of what you take a look at in this book. Well, well first, I, I don't want to let the moment pass of highlighting the fact that you went from evolved to devolved. That was very good. That, that's, that's, some, that's some radio trip. So, <laughs> you know that I appreciate that. But the, uh, the, the 10,000 for view of the book is, is sort of the relationship that wasn't, um, as, as, as you sort of alluded to earlier. Forward-facing the, the first few years of, of DeSantis' administration in Florida and the first few years of Trump in the White House, and the, the, to the degree that, that those two times... Right. You know what? We're going to put Matt on hold. We're going to try him one more time. We're having a little bit of a connection issue. It was very hard to hear, especially I think he gave me a compliment there. And <laughs> we got to make sure we hear that. Yeah, I didn't really get to hear that. So uh, we'll try and see if we can get him back on because this is a really fascinating book. And this is something that we talked about, you know, for a long time because you could see it coming from a mile away. DeSantis was going to run for president. And Trump was going to be mad. Yeah, uh, Trump. I mean, he made DeSantis in a lot of ways, put him on the stage that led him to become uh, governor of Florida without that tweet, that endorsement from Trump. I don't think DeSantis uh, wins that primary race. I mean, it didn't look like he was going to win over uh, then-agriculture commissioner Adam Putnam. So it's just been really interesting to watch all of this. And Matt Dixon's had some just excellent access and uh, insight into that relationship. The book is really interesting. It takes a look at um, a lot of different things about DeSantis, including some of the things that we talk about, the awkwardness and and if you really see that kind of behind the scenes you know that's that's what this book does it takes you behind the scenes a bit it also dives into um the democratic party here in florida and how you know there really isn't a swing state anymore and the role that desantis played in uh in some of that and you know DeSantis, he's quick to say on the campaign trail that um, he destroyed the Democratic Party here in the state of Florida. And uh, while the party was already, uh, you know, going in the wrong direction, uh, he certainly, you know, finished them off yeah, in a did. sense. All right. Let's go back to Matt Dixon. Matt, if we can, can you go back to what I think was the compliment that you were paying to me uh, to start? Because we, we really didn't get to hear that. And I feel like everyone needs to to know. 
Right, yeah, no, no, greatest radio host at 6.30 a.m. that Tampa has ever seen. That, that's, 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 <laughs> there we go, that, there we that, go. That, that, that's, that's how I was starting the interview. And sadly, that there were some tech issues, so I don't even know if it counts anymore. All right, so um, the question that I had for you that you started to get into um, that I want to make sure everyone uh, can hear, 30,000-foot view of what you look at in this book. Yeah, I mean, the 30,000-foot the view, we, we get into a lot, but it, it's kind of the relationship that never was in the sense that for the first several years of DeSantis's sort of public existence politically and his, his national profile growing, him and Trump were, were very close political allies and sort of friends. And to some degree that was true in the sense that they would, they would very much, both, both politicians would very much help each other. But there was tension from the very beginning. It was never this sort of, you know, we're, we're going to go out to a picnic and hang out in the weekend sort of relationship that I think a lot of people thought it was initially. And we sort of really get into the weeds of, in, in some details about how the relationship that really has defined modern politics wasn't exactly what people thought it was. Did you get the sense that it was a mutually beneficial relationship? You had DeSantis, who, um, you know, back when he was in Congress, he was an attack dog for Trump on Fox News. He was on there all the time. And then uh, for, you know, DeSantis in return, getting that endorsement from Trump, that led him to the governor's mansion. Yeah, well, without question. I mean, uh, Ron DeSantis going on Fox News and, and sort of being, as you, you said, the attack dog on the, the, the Russia investigation really is what got him on Trump's radar. And Ron DeSantis very, very smartly knew that, that Donald Trump endorses people who say nice things about him, and he yep. said a lot of nice things about him. And in return, uh, DeSantis not only got the endorsement, which, which really played a big role in helping him become governor, but when he was governor, I mean, the, the only thing that rained harder in Florida than hurricanes during that period was federal cash on the state because because every request that the DeSantis administration made to the Trump administration for federal assistance was sort of greenlit and approved. So it really was mutually beneficial um, uh, from a policy standpoint and, and from a political standpoint. There was there was a lot of sort of expediency in, in, in mind with this relationship. We're joined by Matt Dixon, author of Swamp Monsters, Trump versus DeSantis, the greatest show on earth, or at least in Florida, which is out today. It's a great read. Let's talk about DeSantis from a more personal perspective. You dive into um, how he thinks, um, the ego that he has uh, that's you know been rumored about, and also uh, what we've all seen during this presidential campaign, some of the awkwardness yeah i mean without question there are stories abound when you start talking to people who've had sort of at least one-on-one -on -one sort of encounters with him where it's just uh it, it, there, there, there's not a, a a normal interaction with with the governor that that, that often happens and it, it's sort of a an interesting commentary on the, the past two governors of florida and how you can become you know a, a fairly prominent politician which is is what what leading this state is and rick scott and ron DeSantis both have have been less than sort of your classic charming southern politicians and it's worked for them and it, it certainly worked for ron DeSantis. he's his interpersonal skills i, I don't think anyone will will, will say are, are, are that great but the fact remains he uh, became a, a two-term governor here and he at one point had a lot of front-runner momentum to become president so there's a, a prickly charm about him that I think rubs a lot of people the wrong way, but to the, uh, a certain percentage of the, the Republican base, especially the, the primary voter, it, it, it seems to work, work well for him, at least until recently. What I'm curious about, and, and you do seem to touch on some of the stuff in the book, 
those around him, he's got a very small circle, and you note that, you know, with this, it's going to end and probably pretty quickly here uh, after Iowa. Um, when you've got that kind of a small circle around you, do you have those kinds of issues? Is that something that, that you think DeSantis is dealing with? There's, is there nobody telling him the reality of the situation? Well, I don't necessarily think that he he wants someone in his close inner circle to to tell him those sort of realities. Mm-hmm. I mean, for for most of his political life, as, as best we can tell, and, and and certainly before running for president, he was sort of an advisor of one, and that was his wife Casey. She has sort of an outsized role in, in most aspects of his life, very much including politically. So I think at some point those two are going to have to make that decision. But until then, I, I think there's a lot of you know his closest advisors, kind of walking on pins and needles. The people who can can read a political room and, and certainly understand the situation that they're in. But in this case, you know, maybe more than others, no one wants to tell the boss it's over. And then finally, let's get to the Trump part of all of this. This relationship, I think, a lot of people listening right now. If you said to them, "What about a Trump DeSantis ticket?" They'd be all for it. Um, but that's not going to happen. This relationship, it's it's beyond repair. Yeah, there's there's a greater chance that I sprout wings and fly. <laughs> <laughs> it's the 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 relationship has gone to, to to my mind, sort of even above political rivalries. It's very personal at this point. Um, Donald Trump uh, at, at this point, unless there's uh, a you know something that the polls don't predict in Iowa. Ron DeSantis' presidential campaign isn't much of a threat to Ron DeSantis, but Ron DeSantis still hits him almost daily. Um, to, to, to my mind, there's there's something much beyond just the sort of the pettiness of politics between the two. There's there's you know, t- Trump does not think DeSantis is loyal enough to him, and there's some real sort of sort of embedded bad feelings about one another. And those two, I I, I don't believe will ever be on the same ticket. Matt Dixon, not not, not his running mates. Right. No, I agree. Matt Dixon, author of Swamp Monsters, Trump versus DeSantis, the greatest show on earth, or at least in Florida. It's out today. You can get it wherever books are sold. Matt, really appreciate the time. Best of luck with the book. Thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. All right. Matt's going to be in Tampa doing an event uh, here shortly. If you uh, follow me on X at Ryan E. Gorman, you can get more uh, info on all of that. His uh, book tour that he's doing uh, here across the state. So some really interesting insight uh, in that book. The Ryan Gorman Show, 5 to 9 every weekday morning on News Radio WFLA. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.